So, could you observe uh, through your breathing where your abdomen tightens? It's very, very um, subtle. It's very acute, this tightening. We, we are so used to it, we can't even tell that we are holding a breath here. Because in those moments when you're holding your breath, something within you is saying, do not feel this. Don't feel this because if you do feel this, you will not know what to do with this feeling. It'll throw you into the unknown. It'll spin you off into the, the black space, the black hole, and you would not know how to get out of that feeling because you have no control in this area. <clears throat> Do you know subtly this is what's being communicated? So we went on this trip and four days, we, we traveled quite a bit from one place to another um, in that whole area. And we observed so many people on vacation. And as we would watch people either sunbathing or drinking and eating. Smoking was amazing, the amount of smoking we encountered. Pristine beaches. And then you're walking, feeling the beautiful breeze, and you inhale the smoke. Like, oh, how lovely. <laughs> how lovely. This is paradise. And as we observed, we were watching how the place itself is paradise but the people were in hell. It's really odd. Not on the surface. On the surface, everybody looked, they were on vacation. They were doing the right thing. They had the right outfits on. They were venturing out with good gusto of being on vacation. It was really... Um, heart-wrenching to observe that many people in that much pain. So we came back yesterday, night, late night, and we have to go through the customs. We were in line for a good hour to pass through the customs, and I, Peter and I were having this little experiment. I said, let's see if we can locate one person who has pleasantness on their face. I understand long journey, you know, it's late, everybody's tired. Discounting that, pleasantness has nothing to do with happiness, right? Pleasantness is, is a state of being. And as we scanned the faces of hundreds of people around us, we couldn't find a single one, except for a baby who was asleep in a stroller. <laughs> And we were trying to be very um, mindful of the situation. And I was just sitting there and processing how much, how much unresolved stuff people are carrying on themselves. They just came back from vacation, so the whole flight came back from Cancun, right? They just got back from vacation. And their faces were... Back to the grind, their minds were saying. Back to dealing with things. Mm. 
So the saying goes, anything that you cannot feel, you cannot heal. So one reason in yoga, especially Kundalini yoga, your, your sensitivity grows quite a bit, which means your ability to sense what's taking place in your feelings, they become very acute. You can't put a wall between yourself and your feeling anymore. For those of you who are wanting to heal, it's an amazing, phenomenal opportunity. For you, those of you who are wanting to hide and you show up, it's a torturous experience. <laughs> same Kriya, same meditation. But you have to be willing to see the feelings. So in this hour and a half here, you are being asked to observe your feelings and honor them for what they are. They are your Google translator. <laughs> they are trying to translate something that your mind cannot comprehend in words. You understand? Like mind is very limited to what it comprehends. It has to be on certain frequency that you understand that it understands. But beyond that, do you understand the language of your feelings? Do you know how to translate that information? That's called emotional maturity. So as we observe around all the adults around us, we're acting like children. That's vacation for most adults, isn't it? When we have no responsibility, we can act like children. That's vacation. Then we go back into being adults again, being responsible again. Emotional maturity, most adults don't have. Which means you don't know how to translate your own internal conversations between your being, your soul, your being, and your mind. Once it's translated, then the action can take place, yes? Are you in touch with your feelings? Do you notice how many times a day do you tell a feeling to just stop where it is? I don't want to feel you. If that was not the truth, um, alcohol and drugs would not be an epidemic in this country. Shopping and eating would not be an epidemic in this country. And we didn't stay at Cancun, but we drove by all the hotels. It was so interesting, the grandiose of all the hotels and across the street, mega shopping centers. Mega shopping centers. It was phenomenal. Oh, that's vacation. You go there, beautiful beaches. You hang out by the pool. You drink. You take really good pictures. That was another thing we watched. Everybody checking something off. Honey, take my picture here. Let's do a selfie. And they would go back into the tightness of their being. It's amazing when this, this window of awareness opens up in your mind, you get to see the world from a very different lens. So we were just observing all of it. Drinking, eating, shopping. <laughs> 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 
So my prayer is that for those of you who are drawn to Kundalini Yoga, you will use this awareness that is showing up in you to, to allow those feelings. Because if those feelings are showing up, they are trying to tell you something. They're trying to translate something that is deeper at deep within your core that your mind cannot understand or doesn't want to understand because it doesn't have a solution for those feelings right now. Right? The mind is very, very smart. It'll, it is a problem solver and doesn't like to be wrong. So it'll only allow those feelings in which for which it has a solution, for which it can do something about. So if you have children, if you have this morning with just the breakfast, just the routine, just in that, observe your feelings. If you were rushing here to get to class, observe your feelings. Observe the feelings of the tension and the pressure and the stress. They're all trying to communicate something to you. I'm trying to get from the hotel to the ferry. How many pesos? No, <laughs> I don't know what you're asking me here. I don't know. <laughs> and because they realize you have no idea what you're talking, they'll just say, 200 pesos. And you go, oh, that's not too much. <laughs> But anywhere you are restricting those feelings and do you know how much prana, your life force, goes into keeping those feelings at bay? Do you realize it? You don't see it until you release it. You don't realize how much of my energy was being used to keep those feelings at bay. All, those, all that prana, all that life force could have gone into healing your body systems. And it's used up. Do you realize our, our pranic energy, just like in anything else, it has the power to self-heal. And a big part of aging is because no prana is left to go into the system and heal the system because it's all used up. Do you understand what I'm saying? Don't be afraid of the feelings. Tell your mind it's okay if it doesn't have a solution to what the feeling is saying yet. It's okay. You have to train your mind to be okay with that. It's okay if it is not perfectly figuring the perfect solution for the moment. It's okay to live in a bit of unease but at least you are opening the gate of the feeling and allowing it in. But if you sit with a feeling, if you keep observing the feeling, the feeling itself will translate to you what it wants. It'll tell you how to solve it. But you have to give it some room. Do you understand? Don't pile your day up with one thing after the next, one thing after the next, one thing after the next. 
there is no room for the mind to be imperfect in that. Give permission to your mind to be imperfect for a while. It's okay if you don't have a solution. I can sit with the unease. How difficult is that if I'm asking you to do that? Do not pile stuff in your day one thing after another. How difficult is that for your mind? Difficult, isn't it? It doesn't like an empty space. Because in that empty space, if you're not doing anything, you will have to feel. Now on our flight back, United is great. Um, every, every seat has a screen. But interestingly, that screen never turns off. Like you can't turn the screen off, which means it's always flashing. Even if you are not listening to the audio, it's flashing images at you. And the flight attendants tell you, please shut your window so people can focus on their screen. It was a beautiful sunset. <laughs> <laughs> Keep the mind occupied, keep the mind occupied, keep the mind occupied. One came up to me, can you please put your window? I'm like, no, I'm really enjoying the sunset. I'm not putting, I'd rather look outside than at the screen. I want to give my mind time to feel and experience. You know, you would pay a thousand bucks plus to rent a helicopter to take you above the clouds. Do you know that? You would do that just so you can rise above the clouds and see the beauty. Here you are in a plane, people shut their windows and stare at the screen. That's the most oddest thing to me. Okay, I can go on and on. <laughs> but the idea is, please give yourself this vacation to feel. You don't even have to go anywhere. Observe how much your prana gets a vacation by just feeling, feeling this feeling that you're having. Feeling anxious. It's okay to feel anxious. Can you tell yourself that? It's okay to feel uncertain. Can you tell yourself that? If you can't tell yourself that, then how do you tell that to your children? And then you say, well, I don't never ask my child to be perfect. Well, yes, you do. Not through words, but through the translation of your actions. Who are you? What are you doing? You're teaching your children to be anxious. Do you know that? and not address the feeling. Then taking to the doctors and get a prescription. Okay. <sighs> shake that feeling off. <laughs> Just our mindlessness is, is uh, mind-boggling. For more inspirational offerings, visit us at sevenchakrayoga.com.